Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the Fix Squad. The Fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments exactly everything that we do. Clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Go with it. Keeping the beans on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa reindeer. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You already know uh, it's uh, Get Real Monday. Kings and Queens, you rocking with your boy, DJ Focus. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble. Happy, happy Monday. Hope you had a very blessed weekend. And you know what time it is. Time to get real. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. We just want to get just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up, wake up with us. We uh, pray uh, if you're getting up this morning, come on, get up and, you know, have you some time with the Lord this morning. I pray that you prayed. I pray that you had a little devotion. Uh, If you're you're riding into work, we we, we thank you for riding into work with us. Um, If you're already at work, uh, let's go out and be the light. Let's start the week off right. Love on uh, the unlovable. Um, Sometimes that's hard. Hmm. But uh, yeah, well, it's easy to love on people you do love for real. But love on your lovable. Do something nice. Do a kind gesture for somebody today. Um, just show the love of Christ. Remember, we want to be more like Christ each and every day. So listen, that's going to um, require you to remove yourself uh, out the picture sometimes. You know, Dice, I know, I, I, you know, every now and then I have to remind myself that, yeah, it ain't about me. There you go. You walk in here arrogant. You walk in here thinking it's about you. God want to use you. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to uh, move your way out, move, move that flesh out the way so uh, he can use it. I don't know, Focus. You look too happy on this Monday. Listen, this Monday, I'm I'm not struggling, but low-key sleepy. So for all y'all who's sleepy, man, listen, I know it might take you a minute to wake up. I just want to speak for those who ain't in the right spirit yet. Might, it, might, it, it might take you a little minute, but if you're not, if you, this is a trick that I, I use on myself. If I am not where I need to be, I politely keep to myself so I don't ruin anybody else's Monday, you know, or anybody else's in a good spirit or in a good mood. I just kind of shut up <laughs> and then wait till I wake up, whether it's the tea or the coffee or I need a few hours. And then I trying to implement myself into the crowd because, you know, you can mess up somebody's day being in a bad mood and they didn't even do anything to you. It's just you're not all the way awake yet. So. That's good. Oh, that's good. I agree with you wholeheartedly. You can't mess up somebody's day, and you know, yeah. and you ain't a blessing when you mess up nobody's day. Why y'all mm-hmm. mess up people's day? Yeah. Don't mess up anybody else's day. Like if you ain't feeling it early in the morning, go on your way. Come back later. Come back at noon after lunch after you ate. 
I'll, 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 I'll go I'll go to the restroom or to your car real quick and say a good word of prayer. Yeah. Say, Lord, Lord, forgive me. I'm not in my right spirit, but I yeah. need you to give me the right spirit right now. Right now, yeah. For real. For real. Hey, take a second. Take a second. Because everybody, everybody doesn't have that wake up, wake up on Monday. I, I, I mean, I just wanted to recognize that today. I'm usually in a good space, but, you know, coffee, I'm on that detox still trying to get off of that coffee. So kind of sluggish. Kind of sluggish. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm not a fan of Mondays at all. So I'm going to give me a little rest. So okay. When you get a little rest, you know, you feel me. Like you fired good. up. You're like, all right, I've, had my, I've had my coffee too, though. Don't get it twisted. I've had my coffee. So <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh uh-uh. uh. Come on, man. So, what are we getting into on this Get Real Monday focus? we listen we, we, we gotta we gotta get real monday real talk topic you know guys and i gonna start you know talk about you know started from the bottom but we here you know we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about you know <laughs> yeah, you know just started from the bottom now we're here you know we want to just uh, you know talk i i heard um uh kick uh interview with kid capri in the breakfast club and kid capri was just talking about how sometimes uh people downplay uh how DJs or just artists or entertainers, athletes, whoever, they start in the process of starting from, you know, really training, perfecting your craft and working your way to where you are a master of your of your craft. So we're gonna mm. talk about we're gonna talk about the process of just starting, you know, we're gonna talk about mm. entrepreneurship. Uh, you know, Dice will give some, you know, insight from entrepreneurship as well as I. Uh, Dice will talk about a little bit, you know, starting off as a, a starting artist in the mm. game, what that mm. looked like, putting the work in. Sometimes mm. I think we downplay putting in the work. And right. I think the work is necessary. We live in a society now, Dice, and everything is, I call it microwave uh, society. Oh, Everybody yeah. wants everything now. No one wants to work for it. You know, you can go viral tomorrow. No, no. Why, why, why would I want to work 10 years there and I can go viral tomorrow? Why would I want to work five years here? Why would I want to do that for five years? Well, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, I see social media. I want to be, uh, you know, what's call it right now? <laughs> it does not work like that. Even the people you see that are viral, it didn't work like overnight like that. It definitely was a process. They probably did 250 thousand videos before they got to that one it was like okay boom and then so everybody just thinks it was overnight but mm-mm. there's no such yeah. thing no such thing listen we're we talking about putting in work you know yeah. it's in the process of putting in work from the start to the finish let's talk Absolutely. about it. So that's gonna be a great real tough topic listen we had an opportunity to uh sit down with a super talented uh, uh singer songwriter mm. uh you know got that urban gospel type vibe uh artist out of uh va um, nobody G-H-Y so we, we got an exclusive interview with him um, he gonna share some gems young man is on fire for God mm. too as well young young man mm. knows his word a little bit and he holds himself <laughs> accountable a little bit so yeah mm. oh, Dyson I love those conversations because oh, you know yeah. we're all about that here on the fix mm-hmm. um, you know, we ain't perfect we're just trying to figure it out but we, we do want to hold ourselves accountable we do want to grow in our word we want to represent Christ to the best of our ability that's all we're trying to do right here on the fix you know make sure we turn our negative into a positive listen yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a super packed show you don't want to touch that down you tune back into the fix you're a source for faith infused hip hop R&B and poetry right here on Sirius XM channel 154 Holy Culture Radio you already know you're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble and listen Dice uh, you know we always get excited we uh, love to highlight these artists um, you know I, I got a chance to uh, sit with this artist's uh, music uh, I was about three months ago uh, when I first got familiar to him and um, listen he, 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 he's running up with the billboard charts you know he, he's in the conversations uh, on the uh, billboard charts the gospel billboard charts so listen um, I'm excited 
excited to uh, welcome in a uh, gospel. I don't know. He kind of like a gospel singer, kind of like a gospel soul. He got a a nice little vibe to himself. So help me welcome in uh, a a gospel recording artist um, from the VA. Nobody G-H-Y. What's good, brother? Yes. Hey, how you guys doing? All is well. Awesome, man. Listen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for making time to come hang out with us today. Hey, honestly, hey, thank you for making time for, you know, me to be on here. I really appreciate, you know, the avenue that you guys have for artists like me. So thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So listen, let's uh, let's hop into it. Why don't you uh, share a little bit of your faith story with the people? Um, Maybe how you develop your relationship with Christ a little bit. Yeah. So I was actually I was born into the church. So my parents are pastors. Um, like I said, I just come from a Bible study. That's my, my mom was preaching today. Uh, so, um, I was born into it. Um, I didn't really start taking it seriously though, until after, uh, college. Um, I went to college for, for biology. I went to be a, a doctor. Um, but that wasn't God's call. You know, uh, I think I was more focused on the money a doctor makes than, um, the focus a doctor needs. If you, if you understand my drift. Uh, so I left school, um, and I was sitting, you know, wondering what I wanted to do. Um, and music kept coming to my mind. Um, you know, I always loved it from the get go. I was in band, you know, my entire middle school and high school career. So music has always been a thing. Music theory was, you know, not natural, but it, you know, I had it, I had the ability. Um, so as I prayed about it, um, I was like, I still need to get my education. I got to get my degree in something, uh, as my parents always said. So I chose music production and composition and it just kind of took off from there. After that, um, I really wanted to focus on Christ because he led me to, you know, this, uh, where I am right now. And I, I, I don't want to say I knew he would, um, but I knew he gave me a purpose in my heart to make music uh, for him. Um, and it's by the grace of God that I, I am where I am right now. You know, even if it's not like a huge uh, following or, you know, a huge presence in the, in the game right now. Um, I just, you know, got to thank him for getting me out of the situation I was in uh, and putting me where I am now. That's awesome. Well, listen, shout out to your mom preaching and teaching. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you said it, I was like, man, now I really feel bad that we had you late or not late, but leave a little bit. Sorry, mom. You know, (laughs) so sorry, man. But listen, um, I have a question for you because I've been all on your uh, on your social media, uh, being very very nosy, and there is a beautiful baby on yes. your timeline all over the place. Uh, can you give us a little insight about that? Yeah, uh, so that's actually a very uh, deep story. Uh, I won't get into it too much uh, as we are, you know, we might be pressed on time. Uh, but that is my daughter. Her name is Ren. Um, she is. Uh, uh, the daughter of me and my my ex fiance, um, but we you know we do our thing and uh, we co parent. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's my beautiful daughter. She is one. She actually just turned one uh, June eleventh. So we're just now learning to walk, uh, which Ooh. means daddy is just now you know we're baby proofing the house, uh, making sure you can't open everything you know. Um, but yeah, so that's my that's my beautiful beautiful daughter. I I can't you know thank God enough. Uh, for a gift like her so you know that's daddy's little girl and you know i'm, I'm daddy i'm little girl's daddy so <laughs> listen t- tell me okay before i let focus jump back in here tell me uh like one or two things that the lord has done in you since you've had a daughter something that you can clearly see different 
Oh yeah. Oh man. Uh, where do I start? Um, I think one major thing is that he softened me up. Um, my heart. I think I'm more open to receive, uh, grace and mercy and give out grace and mercy. Um, especially as a parent, you know, I mean, she's only one, but she gets into things that she's not supposed to, or does things, you know, hits or we're going through a phase of the, she, you know, she hits, uh, but you know, she's one. Um, but yeah. just having that heart to say not to go straight into, Oh, don't hit, don't hit, you know, or, just, you know, kind of to be like, Hey, let's, you know, do something else. Let's refocus our energy somewhere else. Um, so having that, just that pause moment and being like, Hey, let's, let's do something else. Um, it has, has really worked into honestly my entire life now. Um, if something's not working out or something's not going my way, um, you know, uh, it's kind of like a redirection, um, you know, Hey, let's, let's redirect our focus, you know, to something else. Cause honestly, something that is a huge thing that I've been dealing with, um, is writer's block, uh, which I really don't like to throw that word around a lot because I don't necessarily believe in writer's block, uh, a ton, um, <clears throat> We can go that into that later, um, but we I, when I do have those spouts of uh, not hearing Christ because that's what I think it is, um, not hearing Christ, I can redirect my attention to okay, well I don't need to be doing music right now. Obviously, I need to be in my word, mm -hmm. um, so it redirects me into something, either learning something new or relearning something that I already know. So I think that's one of the biggest things that parenting and being her father has taught me uh, was to be able to redirect. Um, and not a, a you know a drop of the hat, of course, but um, you know it, it. I'm seeing it a lot quicker. <laughs> That's good. No, I always, I was, I, yeah, no, I always like to ask that question because you know I'm a daddy's girl, mm. and um, and and it's super important to have you know definitely a, a father who knows the father. It just cha it changes your life. It makes a huge difference in your life. So well, she's, especially, she's really, yeah especially as a black man. I mean, that, that was my biggest thing. Uh, I know even though her, and, uh, her mother and I separated, um, I knew, you know, as a black male, um, I, I needed to be in her life. Um, mm -hmm. and that's just, that's really important, especially in our culture. I think even as, you know, someone who's in the hip hop culture, being in her life, uh, was an extreme importance, especially as a, as a woman, you know, yeah. um, teaching her how to love and, and how a man should love or what a man should do, uh, especially in this day and age is extremely important. So, Absolutely. so yeah, that was, yeah, yeah that was, um, it's, it's, it's affirming to have a little girl. Um, but it's also just, it's a very big responsibility that I, I don't take lightly. So. Listen, I want to salute you too as well. Cause that is a, that is a big moment that, you know, a lot of, uh, unfortunately, black men miss sometimes when you talk about, you know, um, you, you said you and, uh, you know, um, your ex-fiance, you know, decided just to co-parent, but you still remain in your daughter's life. Like, that's very, very important. So I want to salute you for that. I do want to ask you, though, too, as well, though, you know, with you separating from your ex-fiance, um, do you take time for yourself just to kind of reflect on, you know, the course of past relationship or do you feel like you're, you know, you're ready to like hop into a new relationship? Uh, you know, when you talk, when you talk about the courting process, what does that look like for you? Right. So, um, well, I actually separated from, we separated a while ago. So two years ago coming on. Um, okay. and I now have a beautiful, I have a beautiful girlfriend. Uh, we share a dog together. So, so we're, you know, we're both living our life. Um, Oh, that's uh, cool. away from each other. Um, but I think uh, at the end of that relationship, 
I really wanted to make it a focus of God, I don't want to focus on anybody else. I need to focus on one, fixing myself from that relationship because that, that hurt. I mean, you go from thinking that was, you know, what God called to realizing that's not what God called. Um, so dealing with that is a, is a beast in and of itself. Um, but uh, yeah, so I went to counseling. Uh, that was a way for me to, to, for me to, you know, get through it was I knew I needed a counselor to talk about it. Um, and not just talk about it with my friends, of course, because, you know, they're always going to be on my side, but just, just to have someone to see it uh, from both sides. Um, and that really opened my eyes to even now, um, I think it helps me be a better boyfriend going into, you know, uh, to be a better fiance and a better husband, because uh, I don't date, you know, for no reason. So the girl, the girl I'm with now is I've heard clearly, um, but it made it plain. Let me tell you, I told, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, I was like, hey. I need you to tell me. I need you to make it plain because I thought I heard before. So I was, you know, so I, I heard. Um, but yeah, I had to go through a lot. Of, it was a, a real um, process by fire, you know, mm. because one, I didn't want to hurt anybody else. I didn't want to hurt somebody, you know, after this uh, because I didn't want to be hurt after this. Um, and two, I knew I needed counseling because I didn't want to be scared in the next relationship. You know what I mean? I didn't want... I didn't want my hurt to cause pain in the future. Um, so I, and, and ultimately God, you know, uh, God helped me through it um, to see, you know, what I didn't see and to, you know, uh, block out the, the lies of the enemy. Cause he was definitely lying through that time, you know, saying it was, it's all your fault or it's all her fault. Uh, right. This, that, and the other When In actuality, it was just both sides, you know, couldn't come to an agreement. And we separated, mm -hmm. um, which I think was extremely mature for both of us. So, yeah. so yeah, that's, it was, it was interesting. Um, I wasn't immediately ready to jump in to something else. <laughs> um, uh, I, I had, the Lord had to work on me and had to press me. So. Okay. Good, good, good. I, I know we got to talk about this music. I mean, we're all in your business, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's totally fine. <laughs> Come on, oh, in your business. So um, no, but we want to we want to get into um, what is it that you are actually currently working on? I mean, I know I think you've been hanging out at stellar events and whatnot, but uh, <laughs> what, what, yeah, like what what's going on? Yeah. Um, what am I working on? So the song that I performed like a ton at the stellar, like the little stellar events um, mm -hmm. was called Water. And I, I specifically wrote that for that weekend because I wanted something new. Mm -hmm. Um but it's a part of an EP that just came out well, last Friday, which is called Who Is This? And I, I made it specifically for the Stellars because people are going to be asking, hey, who is this guy? So that was a good introduction, you know, like, who is this? This is who I am. Um, and I'm getting good feedback from it. So, so I'm glad about that. But right now, I think I'm working on um, my self-titled album, you know, Nobody GHY, um, which will be my first uh, album. Uh, it's going to be nine songs, but I'm trying to get uh, producers that are not me because, uh, you know, we all we all love, you know, when we're like, oh, I self-produce myself, but I am not the best producer and I mm -hmm. want to bring out, give the best product. So I am I'm going to outsource, um, you know, I prayed about it because, you know, that's a lot of pride swallowing. Uh, <laughs> but I had to outsource and um, I'm slowly, you know, bringing in producers and talking uh, and getting the right matches. Um, but right now I'm working on my self-titled album. How long that's going to take, you know, Lord willing, uh, only a year. But, you know, we're just we're 
praying, fasting, uh, and seeking guidance through it all. So that's what I'm working on right now is, is my self-titled album, Nobody GHY, which is actually hilarious because it's going to be like, who is this? And then the next thing is going to be Nobody GHY. <laughs> so that's it all up. works out. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's good stuff, though. You want to explain the Nobody GHY to our listeners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Nobody GHY is, is low-key a two-parter. Um, when I first started music, I was uh, wanting to, I was thinking of a name, like, you know, you kind of have, you have to have a stage name. I didn't want to go with my government name. So I was sitting there eating popcorn and I was, and I heard from the Lord. He was like, you know, when I put you in the position that you're going to be in, or when I, you know, allow you to start making music, um, I want you to realize that you are going to be, you are nobody without me. So my name is just, is, is humbling, you know, nobody, G-H-Y, nobody, you are nobody without Christ uh, in this music. Uh, and the G-H-Y actually came from my producer tag, or if you hear me on any uh, features, you're gonna hear, nobody's gonna hurt you. And the nobody is, the G-H-Y is gonna hurt you. So so nobody, G-H-Y kind of, you know, came together and I was like, oh, that's kind of catchy. So, so I decided yeah. to keep it. So that's where you get the nobody, G-H-Y, it's nobody's gonna hurt you. Which, you know, which in, in depending on how you look at it, uh, when you're listening to my music, you know, no one's going to hurt you if it's a soft, sultry song. Uh, but if it's hard and the bass hits, you know, nobody's going to hurt you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're tuned into The That's Fix, right. source of faith and views, hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We're chopping it up right now with uh, Nobody, G-H-Y. We got to go to break, but we'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. Fixes in. You tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, we're still talking with the talented Nobody GHY. Uh, Nobody GHY, listen, you, you said a lot, of, a lot about just your inspiration of your name before we went to break. Can you talk about? your specific sound and that inspiration that you draw when you create, when you go into the studio to make the music that you make? Yeah. Uh, so my inspiration, uh, first I got to credit God, of course, um, nothing I would do, uh, or nothing I do, you know, is apart from him. So my inspiration is, is God, the Holy spirit Bible, um, and things of, you know, of my, uh, spiritual guidance. Um, but I think when it comes to sound, um, I inspire to be like KB in a way of biblical sound music, you know? Um, I I take inspiration from uh, somewhat secular, like Drake and, and Bryson Tiller, and I try to have that R&B-ish vibe. Um, but I ultimately can't say that I sound like anyone. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not trying to toot my own horn and be like, oh, you know, I'm one of one. Um, which I am, thank the Lord, because, you know, he makes us all in his, his image. But uh, um, I I don't hear anybody, you know, singing the way I sing or doing, you know, the the uh, the uh, cadence that I, I rap in. Um, but I think that, and I think that's good. I think that's that's good. But I also like to take some inspiration from, you know, people who are uh you know, not necessarily big either. Like, uh, I listened to uh, Mitch Durrell, who was a uh, another rapper. Um, I listened to uh, Alcott, who was, and those two are like really rap, rap, you know, rappers. Uh, they do a lot of rapity rap, um, which 
I take that and I'm like, I'm not a rapper. So I like, I, I do rap, but I do more of a singing melodic type of rap. Um, but I, I look up to those guys because they can take, you know, uh, metaphors and twist them and make them into bars. Uh, and I really do that. I, that inspires me just to, to write, not to really make, you know, try and be like them when it comes to, um, uh, eloquently, you know, putting in their metaphors and things of that nature, but to go in the studio and write something that will hit somebody just as hard as theirs is, uh, their stuff does. Um, so I take inspiration from all around really, uh, and not just artists either from nature. Um, I take inspiration from the kids that I teach. I'm a, I'm a middle school teacher. Um, I teach in the inner city. So I take inspiration from them and their hardships, um, and things that I don't necessarily deal with. So my inspiration comes from all around, really. And I hope, I think you can hear that in the music too. Definitely. You have a very uh, clean sound. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. It's up to date. It's exciting, but you also have a super professional look. I mean, we have artists on the show all the time. And I was just wondering if you can like give people a few tips or maybe even just uh, speak about the importance of how you show up, you know, as, as an artist, because you do it very well. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I was always raised, you know, uh, you know, not to really necessarily look like uh, a million bucks all the time, but uh, as a black man, uh, we should, we have to look uh, the part and play the part two times, you know, two times as well. Um, so even though this is uh, the gospel industry is a, uh, you know, look high key of black run industry, um, you have to come respectfully in order to be respected. Um, you know, you can't come with your pants sagging. You can't come with, you know, your full on chest out. You can't come, you know, looking, and I don't want to say raggedy because come as you are, of course, the church. Uh, but when it comes to being professional, you have to have a certain level of professionalism. You know what I mean? Uh, for people to take you seriously and for people to want to work with you. Um, so as image, when it comes to what you're wearing and, you know, uh, how much you spent is not important. But image, when it comes to, you know, do I see the Holy Spirit on you or are you clean? Are you clean cut? Are you clean shaven? Uh, I think that's important um, because, you know, not a lot of people are going to want to take the, you know, um, spiritual guidance for people who look like John the Baptist. You know, John the Baptist was in his day, you know, we had to be clean cut now. So um, that's that's honestly the biggest thing about my my look. Uh, I'm not so much tied up on the look. I'm tied up on do I look presentable and would someone want to hear the gospel from someone that looks like me? Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that is good. Listen, uh, we appreciate you rocking with us today, man. No big, nobody GHY. Uh, I, I really, I'm really ex excited to hear, you know, more music from you. So um, definitely, um, you know, looking forward to the project. I know you say you're still working on it. Uh, will, you, will you be dropping another single or was the single that you just dropped to the Stellars? Was that the only one you're going to uh, work for right now? So the, the, the single water I just dropped is actually part of an EP. That's three songs. Um, so that's called Who Is This? If you want to check that out. Um, but I do plan on dropping a single from the album uh, towards the end of this year. Mm. Um, and I just I want to get like three or four done just so I can pick the best one out of the three or four. Um, you know, trying to come in excellence. So especially now. Um, so I think you can expect towards, you know, October, November time, a single will be dropping uh, at the latest December. 
any features? Can we can we expect any collaborations or is it just you on everything? Uh, I have a list. So I do this with every project that I do. I have a list of what I want, of who I want. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll ask them or I'll go on and be like, oh, I hear them on this. And I'll, you know, I want them on, I'll ask. Um, and I also have a budget. So if I can't afford them, then no, they will not. <laughs> then, yeah, I can't afford them. I'll, I can, I'll afford them later, you know. Um, but uh, I don't, I'm not going to make any promises on features on a single, but I can make promises there will be features on the album. Yes. Wonderful. Yes, it is. Listen, we appreciate you rocking with us today. Can you tell the people how to connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce your latest single? Yes. Mm. Uh, so I'm Nobody GHY, and you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Nobody GHY. Um, and you are listening to my latest single, Water. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on SiriusXM, hmm. Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You already know you're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. Hmm. Now listen, uh, it's time for our Real Talk conversation. Uh, you know, we, we, we love these Real Talk conversations. We, You know, we just want to try to, you know, shed a little light, you know, have a little conversation, Dice. You know, we ain't got it all figured out. Don't don't think we uh we over here like the therapists or, you know, the preacher <laughs> preachers, but we going to you know, just give our little insight on how we see <laughs> things. And, you know, it, it's always fun to talk with Dice. I, I, I enjoy talking with my That's sister. Um, it, it's always good stuff to come out of us talking. So, listen, Dice, we're talking about uh, putting in the work today. Starting Ooh. from the bottom and uh, being able to uh, work your way up. Um, I shared I shared in the uh, intro, um, I, I was able to, uh, and I, it was actually an inspiring uh, interview, The Breakfast Club with, did with uh, DJ Clue, and he was just talking about the process of when, you know, the, pretty much like the evolution of the DJ, you know, where he started that back in the 80s compared to what the DJ is now, and he just broke it down, like, one thing he respects and he always honors is he had to put in the work and the, and the pioneers before him had to put in the work to show people the value of a DJ. And I think sometimes people miss that mark by not putting in the work, not staying the course. We talk about this all the time. We talk about staying the course. I I, I always argue, Dice, um, I think God shows a lot of people where they should be and their purpose. And sometimes, unfortunately, because we don't want to continue to go through it, we mm. get off get off the course. So I, I'm a firm believer of God will make a new course for you. But what if he had this one right here in front of you that you were supposed to stay the course, but you ain't want to stick to it and you got off that one. So yeah, he opened up another opportunity to, for this lane right here. So just the process of, uh, you know, you going back maybe 15, 20 years ago um, as a starving artist, mm. someone who just wanted to be heard. Take, take, take us through that process of what that looked like then. Talking about 15 years ago, starving, wanting to be heard. I still want to be heard. Like the hunger, the hunger, the hunger never ceases. I just think if you really embrace what God has called you to, I think the hunger stays. I've never not written. I mean, since the eighth grade. So I don't even understand the concept of getting off course. You know what I mean? I mean, because my parents weren't like that. Like they, my grandparents weren't like that. Like they have always trusted in God. So it's just been like, whatever the Lord leads you to, and you, you know, that, you know, that's your thing, you know? So, and if God wants to, um, you know, like change that up later on in your life, got to do it, but you need to keep the course, stay the course. Listen, this is a, this is a tough subject. It's, it's Monday, you know, it's a brand new week, but we're going to talk about some tough love and, um, and really trusting in God, I think. So you talk about starting from the bottom and then obviously we're here, 
Um, I remember there's been a many a day where I had platform, huge platforms, but I still was working a job overnight, you know, with my son, single parent, you know, picking him up, dropping him off at school and, and I'm on billboard, you know, I'm getting uh, awards from this and that. And it, it's like, you really have to know that God has called you to something. And then you, you're never distracted. Like you could go through tough times or hard times or embarrassing times and you'll still never get off course because you're like, no, you know what I'm saying? I know this is where I'm supposed to be. I mean, I remember uh, Pastor Mike, and I can't think of Pastor Mike's last name. I remember um, I used to put glitter on my clothes. You want to talk about the business? Like I've always made my outfits for my show. Always. Just something. I always did something. I painted my jeans, my jacket. I was like, man, I want to have my own clothing line. Been doing that forever. We did an event at Pastor Mike's church and um, it was glitter all in the seats because, you know, it's like the benches, you know, the little cloth red benches, you know. And uh, when he came out, I was like, yeah, he's going to be mad. I know he's going to say something before he preached. He said, man, I see y'all have glitter all on my on my uh, on my benches here. He said, man, that lets me know there's some young people were in here. And something was really going on, you know, because we had just had a huge event uh, hyping the kids up and stuff before um, before the service. But I love that I had pastors and mentors who are around me like they saw what I was trying to do and they never like shunned it they always are like Lucian she's she's going somewhere with this you know like let, let's just be supportive and as you see and as you know I have a business now doing what I wanted to do 15 years ago I just I just had to keep going and I think that's a major key with starting from the bottom is you have to be dedicated and consistent it's going to be the dedication not your perfection of it but it's show up every day show up just show up with what you have, you know? You asked like, what did that look like 15, 20 years ago? Same, I, I am the same um, person when it comes to uh, writing. Like that was just one thing I knew I could do and I did it constantly and I still do it when I'm not doing anything else. It's, I just kept on writing, man. And whatever your skill set is, just keep doing it. Like that's, that's literally it. This thing is not complicated. Like God just gives you, everything you need but it's you that has to make a decision and choice in your mind to believe god that is it like i believe you i trust you i believe you i'm going and and you just re rinse and repeat the next day i trust you i believe it i'm going i'm showing up i don't have the outfit i want i'm still showing up i don't have the money i want i'm showing up i don't have the car i want i'm showing up i mean i remember i walked one time picked up a dollar 75 all the way in atlanta down Peachtree street till i got enough change to get on the bus because i'm showing up now, finally got on the bus when I got enough money like I'm just saying like you pushed past everything everybody whoever's saying what what it ain't what it's never gonna be you really just get it in your mind I know what I'm supposed to be doing if I'm good at crocheting or crafting or baking pies that's what I'm good at like I don't have to be afraid of all the things I'm not good at because when I get to a certain point I'm gonna pay somebody to do the things that I'm not good at so mm -mm, I just got to keep perfecting my skill and becoming the expert so that yeah people come to me for the thing that I'm good at, that I've cared for, that this baby that God gave me called a gift, talent, and skill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow that thing. Yeah, people are gonna come to me for that. And um, hey, I don't know, man. You just keep going. Don't stop. Do not stop. No, that's good. I think you shared some great points. I, I, I think for me, Dice. And there was a ramble. Sorry. No, no, no. You, you, you. Great. No, great points. I think for me. So I, so I was blessed, and I know every man listening to my voice can't share this, but I was blessed to have a solid father in my life. I'm just being real and transparent. I think it does start with, when you talk about work ethic mm -hmm. and 
being, I feel like it's something that needs to be taught. And, and this was something that my dad did very well from an early age instilling in my brother and me and my sisters is you have to put in the work. That was one of the things that my dad showed us early on. I remember like seven, eight years old, mm. um, you know, I would go to him and I would ask him, you know, just simple things like, hey, hey, hey pops, you know, ice cream man outside, can, you know, can Ooh. I get, you know, a couple chains, Maybe 75 cents, get some ice cream. He would give it to me, but then he would, when I came back in, he would say, all right, I gave it to you this time. Uh, the next time, though, you know, you're going to have to put in work because yeah. there will be no free money given to you in this world. I'm, I'm serious. I remember seven, eight years old. I'm telling me this. He said, that's not how the real world works. Yeah. You know, no, no one is going to give you as a, a black man in this world anything. You're going to have to go out and put in the work. And mm -hmm. from there, he started showing me different things. You know, I remember nine, by the time I was nine, I was already doing a paper route. Oh, I was yeah. already cutting people's yards. I was raking yeah. leaves. I was shoveling snow. I was going to the yeah. grocery store carrying groceries uh, home for or some of the elderlies or carrying groceries to people's car and getting money because he, he instilled in me, you have to put in the work. It mm -hmm. starts with you uh, developing the work ethic that you need to get to that next level. And yep. that always stuck with me. I, 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 I promise you, that's, that's <laughs> why I work the way I work. That's why I'm constantly doing multiple things at once just because, listen, mm -hmm. you need to put in the work. And I think that's a, that's a lost skill. Uh, mm. <laughs> I think it's a lost skill, Dice. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, I'm being transparent. I don't know mm. if we got soft, soft as parents. I think the parents got soft. I mean, it's sorry, parents. I, I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm saying to the sorry parents because, listen, you know, I deal with kids. That's what I do. You know, traveling, mentoring, working in detention centers, this, that, and the third. But one of the things, and this is a very good point. I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, society change so you know you have all these rules and how you can and can't discipline your child and what you can and can't say or where you can touch them where you can't touch them you know what I'm saying I mean I mean like spanking not not anything weird but I'm just saying like um society became a lot softer and I'm not upset from the abusive side because there are some abusive parents out there but I'm just saying as society changed the parents got softer because I could, I could I could pick like 200 kids right now who they have the strength and they have the talent and the skill, but they lean on their parents because the parent, mom and daddy will give them anything. So they, they're not allowing them to work. To your point, you said you've had a job. I had a job ever since I was five selling cupcakes, you know, six making hats, 10 baking cookies. Like I can just keep going down the list in the line because I was like, I always want to be able to do my dream. And if that takes me working two jobs, working at Burger King and Red Lobster, open the clothes all day long, I will do that and run track. You know, like it, it's it's nothing. But but the and I, I, I'm not trying to blame the parents, but I'm saying the parents make it easy for kids to not work. You know, like, oh, well, I want my kids to have this dream life that I never had. It's like, yeah, that's great. But your story is very different from their story. The world you and I focus grew up in is very different from the world that they're growing up in. And it, honestly, if you love somebody, you'll show them how to do something. You won't just keep giving them money to have their way. But that's just my two cents. I just had to throw that out there because you do have the power as a, as a mentor and as a parent to say, OK, yeah, I'll give you the 25 cent for the push up ice cream this week. But next week, you're going to have to rake those leaves first, you know, and then the next week you're going to have to cut the grass. I'll give you 50 cent, you know, and then you, I don't know. They have to learn it somewhere. You know, kids, they're not just going to learn that on their own. They're not going to gravitate towards uh, being responsible on their own or being safe or, you know, I don't know, um, reliable on their own. That's not normal. You know, you have to be taught these different things. 
Absolutely. You, they, they definitely need to be taught and instilled. And I, listen, I, I pray that we get back to, I, I pray that we get back to this place. I, I, I think, <laughs> I know, seriously, I, sometimes I struggle with the whole idea that we can't be effective parents. And I know this is not everybody's household because it's not Mm-mm. my household. I know it's my not household. household. But right. to your point, you're right. Some some households feel like, you know, because of times changing, maybe they don't they don't know how to communicate effectively with their kids now. They're they're more their friends than there are, you know, being a parent. Um, that's that's problematic for me. But I but 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 getting back to putting in the work. Mm. I was grateful that my parents, uh, my dad, uh, and my mom, I saw the work ethic out of my mom too as well. My mom um, worked at one job 42, what, no, 38 years before she retired from it. And just seeing her get up every morning and make us breakfast. Like you talk about somebody to put in the work, like, you know, I, I wanna, I wanna definitely uh, shout out to the ladies for all that they do. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, my dad did his thing, but let's be very clear. Mama was the one at the house, you know, making sure that not only that, you know, we, we cleaned up everything, we, we we showered and we got to bed and ate on time. We got up in the morning, ate our breakfast uh, before we went to school. And then mm. she would finish all that stuff, mm. you know, mm-hmm. cooking, mm-hmm. the cleaning, the laundry, everything. And still, she, she still went to work full time. So it, it, it was a beautiful thing just to see my mom like, wow, you know, I, mm. I can't. I used to lay around on Saturdays and my mom would come in that room like, what are we doing? No, no, you you will not lay in this room all day. You know, I, I know that your chores may be done, but let's go do something else. Let's, let's get up. Let's read a book. Let's do something productive that's going to help you and show you and groom you. But once again, she was just trying to show me, you got to put some work in, brother. You can't be lazy because if you lay around, you procrastinate, you get left behind. Let's be very clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And we both know like it starts young but here's the thing you can learn you can learn this work ethic skill and learn how to start to become a better worker or person or someone who dives in and sometimes people just need to know the benefits because I know a lot of people that have the gift but you know they, they don't like doing the work or they're very talented but they don't like doing the work they could be on tv they could have their million dollar business they could be you know they could be running like a, a mega church but they they just they're not going to put in the work, but you can you can learn this skill. You could you could be taught this skill. It's just going to take you wanting to be disciplined enough to get up and, like I said, read a book or listen to a talk or get a mentor or an advisor who says, okay, well maybe this isn't what you want to do, but here's a step you can take this week. You know, to get up every day at the same time and work out. You know, get up every day at the same time, make your lunch. Get up every day at the same time, write in your journal. Like just add something to your day that starts to teach you what discipline looks like, you know, because everybody didn't have somebody in their life when they were growing up who said, hey, you know, hey, Bible says, hey, you don't work, you don't eat, you know, so <laughs> like everybody didn't have that person um, probably like you or I I did. But there's a huge benefit to working and to um, dive in deep. People remember you. They never forget your hustle. Like they remember your name, your face. They're, they'll like I'm just speaking for myself. Like people people will say, man, I remember you, you know. 10, 12, 12 years ago when you came to the school or when you came to the, you know, whoop the whoop. And half the time I was out there doing things for free just because I'm like, I'm just trying to perfect my skill. If God gives me an opportunity to step on stage, grab a microphone or get, you know, go to a church and 
talk to a congregation or whatever or be at a youth event outdoors i'm doing it i'm doing it put it put in the work and then people see like man this person has been grinding forever you're one of the first people they think about when big opportunities come because they know you're going to show up they're like nah i've seen her show up like i never forget there was a lack of communication at uh, holy hip-hop you know i had a crazy praise at in, in another album, you know, popped off at Holy Hip Hop. I had distribution through them. And I remember I was working at Walmart. I never forget, uh, Twin Saints mom, Tammy, called me. She said, hey, I'm at the award show. Did you know they called your name? Like, you're up for an award. I was like, I didn't know. Dropping communication. Had no idea I was up for an award. And I politely asked my boss, hey, man, can I go ahead and take my lunch early? Listen, I've been grinding way too hard to miss an opportunity for my uh, award left the job got 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 to the little um place that the uh, award show was at made it just in enough time to go get my award in my walmart uniform with my name tag on it no makeup looking like i just came from work because i did i never forget later on everybody was like man that was pretty dope you showed up your album just dropped this in the walmart and you showed up in a walmart uniform i didn't show up in a walmart uniform because that was some type of you know uh marketing skill it was like I will not miss my moment it does not matter to me like I will ask who I need to ask I will do what I need to do I will drive where I need to drive you know and I will show up boom and it just it made more noise that I showed up not with all the glitz and the glamour because if you think about it before I was all about the glitz glamour high heels diamonds gold you know shiny you know but that me just showing up as I was and then dipping back off to work not only did I keep my job I got the award but people thought it was some type of oh you know what I'm saying oh that was cute how you did that it's like no I didn't do that on purpose show up no matter what it looks like no matter who dropped the ball like if don't miss your moment you know what I'm saying like just keep on showing up because that's how people really uh remember you you know and keep calling on you like she's gonna be here no matter what listen so, DJ focus and dice gamble we're talking putting in that work today <laughs> we gotta go to break we'll be right back keep it locked you're tuned into the fix and the fix is in you're tuned back into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry right here on sirius xm channel 154 holy culture radio happy monday kings and queens uh, we, we pray that you uh waking up and uh you know getting ready to be that light uh, uh, today uh getting ready to uh love on the people Mm-hmm. Um, let's be a blessing today. You know, I pray that you guys get up and really love on somebody today and show Christ's love in some form of fashion. Listen, we're right in the middle of this conversation. Dice and I have been talking about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the process of putting in the work, you know, starting from the bottom and making your way up to the top. Um, we talked about a lot in that first uh, segment. Dice. <laughs> I, I kind of want to talk about a little bit about, you know, maybe some of the, the struggles of why people don't want to put the work in. You know, is it fear? Is it um, maybe they feel that, you know, they're not going to succeed in some form of fashion when you talk about fear and not not succeeding. So, you know, I, I remember my dad told me something that was stuck with me. He said, son, you only get um, a shot if you take the shot. <laughs> Yeah, so and you brought this up too as well it's funny because you were talking about you would not miss the opportunity to go Never. receive your award Never. because you know you put the work in put that work in but you but 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 the key thing is you had to put the work in for you yeah. to even get that call while you were mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. to be acknowledged to say hey sis mm-hmm. you being acknowledged today mm-hmm. as one of the best in your craft mm-hmm. you might want to notice you up for this award you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Talk about that and you just the boldness you had and the desire you had that you were not scared to, you know, try uh, doing everything you did with, you know, your artistry. 
Well, my grandmother used to say nothing beats a failure but a try. And you just brought up sometimes people are afraid, you know, afraid to lose. I've never been afraid to lose because I'm like, I, I don't know. I've always been driven to get better. Um, I've gotten embarrassed so much. Like I was from a type of family, like if you didn't try, they were going to embarrass you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I had them to teach me very early on, like, you know, do not miss your moment or your opportunity. Don't miss it. You know, you and that, this is how you learn. You know, I mean, how else am I supposed to learn but by failing? Like, at least I tried. You know, it's not a failure if I tried. You know, I showed up, didn't get it right or didn't go the way I wanted. I come back tomorrow. You know, it's it's only making me stronger and, and making other people take notice. Like, oh, man, she's back in the ring. You're like, yeah, I'm back in the ring. Like, this is not this is not going to be over quick. You know what I'm saying? But the enemy will get in some people's ears and say, oh, you don't feel like doing it or oh, it's hard. It's boring or you're never going to make it. You're never going to be anything or you, you're so stupid. Like, you know, enemy will try you like that. But you got to know that the enemy is a liar. It's, it's like I wish more people were Christians and actually had that foundation of, of knowing the trick of the enemy and how this uh, voice can just, you know, really keep you in your house. You know, some people are really gifted and they'll be at home all day long, not using their gift, you know, where their gift is not making room for them and not not returning to them and bringing them something. And God has given it to them. But um, no, man, I just I don't know, man. I have never been one to be too much. I was more afraid of my family and my community not seeing me do something because they knew I had it, you know, so I never wanted to let them down first. It's like I've always embraced my role as as a leader, you know, if, if not them who. So let me let me just go. But I've been blessed by my going, you know, just constantly going. I would just say, don't be afraid you're going to screw up or, or or get embarrassed. Who cares? I mean, famous people have screwed up. Famous uh, Elon Musk blew up a whole uh, rocket trying to go to them. I mean, blew up the whole thing. I'm talking costing people money, you know, risking people's lives like failure. It, it's it's going to come, you know, but it's going to be how you look at it and how you rebound from it. And um, you getting up again is what's going to make people take notice. <laughs> um, things happen. But uh, if it's your calling and if you're supposed to go somewhere or be somewhere and you really heard from the Lord, you need to move in that direction. And I'll say this, sometimes as you're going, you'll meet people on the way who will give you the next key piece of you, like what you're going to become and how you get to become the you that God has called you to be. You're not going to know everything. Forget it. You're not going to know everything about anything. And as soon as you get that in your mind, I don't know everything. Then you'll be freed up to say, I need to find somebody who knows how to do this. Like, pick up the phone. Internet. The internet can say, you know how many people we have had on this show, folks, that say, oh, I ain't never met him. I met him on the internet. We did a show together. Now we're on tour together. It's like, what? Yeah, because they're networking. Hey, I don't know how to do this. Or where's the studio? Or let's connect. I'll be in Atlanta. I'm going to show up. Just show up. Just show up. Like, nobody's better than anybody. Everybody put their pants on the same way. You might have more money than me, but I might have more knowledge than you. Like we can come together and make something great, but you have to learn and not be intimidated by people. Like people are just people. So that's that's just my tip. I can get on a rant about this starting from the bottom, you know, and uh, now we here because I mean, I've seen people miss their opportunity because they're stuck in their head. Like you are stuck in your head that people are going home and talking about you. Who cares? My grandmother used to say this. If everybody loves you, somebody's lying. Listen, all these little gems I, I take with me. Every, so everybody in the room oh, loves you so much. Somebody has to be hating on you. That's how you know you're doing, you're doing the right thing. You're doing, a, you're doing something right. Because everybody shouldn't be agreeing with you or saying that you're perfect. You know, this should be a, a shaky type of 
life that you live. Life should not be perfect. And if it is, somebody lying. If you're doing everything right, nah, because you don't know everything. <clears throat> That's why we're here together. We're supposed to be operating as a community, as a fellowship. So get partnered with people to become the best you. They will help you start from the bottom and, and rise to the top. Get you a good team of people who are supportive of you. They understand your vision and allow them, trust them. You're going to have to trust people. Like I, I know a lot of people that are like, I don't trust nobody. I ain't telling nobody nothing. I'm just going to sit on this. Well, sit on your dream. Let's see if it happens. But if it's meant for you, the Lord will make it manifest for you. Ain't nobody else going to be able to steal something that is yours or it'll fall apart very quickly because they won't understand, you know, all the all the working parts of it. So mm -hmm. that's just me rambling, man, throwing out some tips concerning starting from the bottom. But I'm just like, man, be encouraged. Like, that's my thing. If God said it and you know that's your, your lane, let's go. You know, go for it. Maybe you think you're the best ball player, and but you've missed your time of being in school or, or college or playing, you know, in the NBA. You can always become a great coach so that you can coach the best ball players. Like, you know, God gives you this skill and this gift for a reason. It might not be used the way you think it's going to be used, you know, but it's like it will be used to glorify him regardless. Mm -hmm. So so you, you, you dropped a lot of good gems. You brought up <laughs> you brought up MJ. Yeah, and I do remember watching um, um, a special on Michael Jordan talking about mm. how he got cut. I believe it's from um, his sophomore year. He mm. got cut from the varsity. Mm -hmm. Back then, they were only there was only a varsity team back in the eighties that you mm -hmm. can make. So I remember him saying that 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 just broke him down to a mm -hmm. whole nother level. Mm -hmm. and he said he 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 sat there for a day mm -hmm. and you know thought about it. And he went right back to work the next day. He had an older brother, mm -hmm. and his older brother at the time was better than him. So he, he he always would go get his older brother and train with his older brother. Mm -hmm. And he came back the next year, and of course we know he made it. He there made the go. team his uh, his uh, junior year. There we go. You no, know, he went off to you know go to North Carolina and go to the NBA and be one of the arguably the best to ever do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was because of his drive to want to get better mm -hmm. and go out there and learn and put in the work. You, mm -hmm. you brought up some about leadership. That's why I brought up Michael Jordan's brother. Mm -hmm. At the time, Michael Jordan's older brother, he said, he said, that was my leader. He was mm -hmm. better than me. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure I went out there and I trained with them and I got the tips I needed. And he was able to push me to the limit to where I could overachieve everything mm -hmm. I go. If you ever seen any of the interviews with him, he always uh, <clears throat> credits his brother as yeah. being and his father too as well as being a a, a great person two mm -hmm. people in his life that made him get to the next level mm -hmm. so who's challenging you I, I i would argue too as well when you talk about starting from the bottom yeah. and getting up do you have leaders do you have because you brought this up do you have the right team yeah. or the leaders in your circle that mm -hmm. will challenge you and help you and, and and help you get to that next level I, I argue a lot of people don't you're right right you gotta be around the right i mean we watch it all the time superstars fall Fall, fall flat on their face career over have right. this great hit on top of the world here we go one thing stupid why because you don't have people around you who are supporting you holding you accountable keeping you in line you know giving you those guardrails and saying okay bro like we need to be focused on on what we're focused on and allow them to do that you know just a little bit of accountability but you you said some just a second ago about michael jordan you said hey when he didn't make the team or he got cut he took the next day and was I'm pretty sure sulking, you know what I'm saying? I think even when I first met you, I said, hey, um, 
I I had a problem with anger, but I give myself 15 minutes to be mad now. Like I had learned, okay, this emotional thing you have here is going to hold you back. So you're going to have to check your emotions because here's the thing. It's not personal when it comes to uh, starting at the bottom and now we're here. You're going to have to learn to know when to be in your feelings and when not to be in your feelings. And so, like I said, he had 24 hours to get his life together and be like, am I going to just give it all up? Or do I know I have what it takes and I'm going to ask for the help and go submit, sit up underneath this knowledge and his teaching and learn, you know? So I would say definitely my encouragement to anyone, like learn your weakness or learn where you're triggered or learn how you can sit and just think or get get beside yourself or, or just be in a funk and then time it. Give yourself like, give yourself a day. I give myself 15 minutes, give yourself 24 hours to say, all right, this business deal didn't go through. I'm gonna go sit at the beach you know, with a book and just be away from people. And then I'm going to come back. I ain't even going to take my laptop. I'm going to come back in the office and I'm going to start on Monday. And this, I'm going to get real on Monday. You know, so it's like, give yourself that time, but put a timer on it, you know? Like, give yourself a, a time limit. This is not a good situation. I know I can do better. I know I have more. I know I can bring more to the table. I know this is not my best. I'm going to give myself to Wednesday. Give yourself a day, a time, an hour, and I'm gonna get back on it. Even if it's this Monday and you're upset right now, give yourself 20 minutes. Like you said earlier, folks, go to the car, pray, pray that off. You know, get power up on the Lord and get back to it. So don't miss your moment. Show up in your Walmart outfit. Long hair, don't care. Don't miss your moment being stuck in your feelings. When it doesn't go your way the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time, fifth time. You know how many times I, I got a no? No, you can't be on this tour. No, you can't be on this album. No, you can't open your business. No, you can't come in here with them pants on, them jeans on in this church. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, 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 no. Uh, Now, I would definitely argue with you. I can go anywhere in the world right now with a place to stay, a car, a trip paid for, whatever. But just because I kept showing up, showing up, showing up, showing up. So... Y'all better keep on showing up. <laughs> you, better, you better keep showing up because I think that's, uh, that's an important thing is putting in work in. Yeah. And also the development skills that come with putting the work in. I think mm-hmm. that's this opportunity too as well. All the all everything that you can learn from mm-hmm. the life lessons that you learn from going through those experiences. <clears throat> I remember when I first started DJing, to your point, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Those I got for mm-hmm. asking for an honorarium mm-hmm. for my mm-hmm. services. So yeah, I started off a lot of DJing uh, for free, but I, I realized, okay, you know, I'm doing it for free now, but there will come a day mm-hmm. when I ask for my, my, my price, mm-hmm. I will get my price and mm-hmm. I'm there now. I, mm-hmm. Anytime I ask for my price, I get my price now, but mm-hmm. I put the work in. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, years of DJing for free, doing uh, youth revivals, mm-hmm. uh, gospel skate nights, DJing mm-hmm. at skating rings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, back backyard parties, you name it, I did it. Mm-hmm. But I put the work in. I got my name established. Mm-hmm. People, you know, started respecting me. Okay, no, Focus actually is a real DJ. Okay, yeah. Focus actually is a real full-service DJ. Mm-hmm. He can do this. He can do weddings. He can do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, once again, it took me putting in the work, mm-hmm. establishing my name, and now, you know, to God be the glory, you know, Amen. I turn down jobs now. Come on now. <laughs> I turn them down because I say, you know what? I would love to do that. 
But, you know, I'll be honest Don't with you, my schedule doesn't permit. Yeah, my schedule doesn't yeah. permit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, God has called me to do this first, the radio show first. Mm-hmm. And if I can do things on the side, and if it makes sense and it doesn't take away of mm-hmm. too much time from my family that I'm already being taken away from my family from doing radio, I'll do it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If it makes sense, I'll do it. But listen, I wouldn't take back those years of me grinding. You're talking about, you know, we've been doing radio for seven years, but DJing wise, mm-hmm. I've been DJing well over 20 years. I wouldn't take mm-hmm. back that time for nothing right. of being able to go through that process. I remember <laughs> back when I was in uh, high school, literally, so it's go back farther than 20 years. Forgive me. <laughs> I, I, I remember the slow grind of having the gray TDK tapes and making mixes off of the TDK tapes off of my boombox. What you know about that? I know <laughs> so, everything about uh, it. Go so, ahead. You know what I'm saying? You, you remember that, Dice? Mm-hmm. Before you got your first mixer, listen, right. you would play around. You had those two decks mm-hmm. and you would make a mix mm-hmm. out of two. Listen, and that just show you how creative we were because, mm-hmm. I listen, I ain't had no mixer, no nothing, Dice. All I had was that boombox, them two decks, mm-hmm. and I would take literally tapes uh, the real tapes, you know, your slick ricks, your EPMDs, you know, go ahead, Dyes effects, go ahead. And, and I would have that great TDK tape and I would make a mix. Mm-hmm. And I was able to sell them for $3, $5 a tape. You know, you go to Revco back in the day and you get uh, 20 TDK tapes for $10. You know, that's back when in the good old days. You know what I'm saying? I did the same thing. I burnt my CDs, man. $10 a pop. I'm autographing them. That was it. That was the label. Like I buy the little white labels or just take a sharpie and sign it on the shiny side like mm-mm, it's all i got go ahead and rock that mic and then be like i got cds for sale how much boom i'm not gonna miss anything like god is not gonna leave me behind so if i need to take a minute take a minute you know but be where you are i'll show up with the cd uh that doesn't have a case or a cover just a little you know um little thing a little slide that you can slide the cd in if that's all you got that's all you got you know, like, but don't get tripped up on uh, not having what you need in the moment, you know, as far as uh, starting from the bottom is what I'm talking about right now. Like, so if you're starting from the bottom and you can only go to the dollar store to get your balloons because you're making balloon designs for birthday parties. That's it. So what? Spend your little $20. Go charge $100 and go decorate that birthday party. Next time you can go, you know, and get the next type of balloons or whatever designs you need but it's like do what you can where you are with what you have and a lot of times people don't start there they they have the i'm gonna be honest with you this is this is how god works god will show you the vision god will show you what it looks like god will show you what it's going to be but the one thing god don't show you focus is this what you about to go through to get there facts facts because if he showed you that you would not go for the vision if, if the Lord showed you every moment of, of what you're really going to have to do to have that and think you would not you would not go for that vision, you know, so it's, it's like a safety for you. But it's like, man, it's going to be a thing. You're going to have to go from, uh, you know, grace to grace to get to where you're trying to go. And that's OK. But be all right with where you are starting is all I'm trying to say. You know, just be all right. You got one T-shirt for your business, T-shirt business. Push that T-shirt till you get two T-shirts, you know, like. Start where you are. So that's one thing. Be where you are is what I'm trying to say. Listen, you're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. We're talking about putting in the work. We got to go to break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Right here on SiriusXM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, we've come to the end of another hot show. We appreciate you guys rocking with us today, listening to us. Uh, we definitely want to shout out our guest today, uh, Nobody. G-H-Y, um, a super talented 
um, writer, artist out of mm-hmm. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely go uh, follow him on all his social media platforms. Stream his music. Run those numbers up. He's uh, you know he's up and coming. Um, we like to do that. We like to do uh, some of them uh, up and coming independent artists who maybe you know don't have the huge buzz just yet. Mm-hmm. But you know we just want to introduce you to these guys. Listen, he got a chance to perform um, Stellar Weekend at a, a multiple events. Um, so listen, he he's he's putting the work in. We talk about artists who have to you know start from the bottom, especially an independent artist who doesn't have the major major behind them, the label and you know the the, the full force. Because uh, he even spoke about it in his interview. He was like, you know, he's looking for some collaborations, but if mm. it ain't in his budget, mm, come on now. <laughs> We 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 don't worry about that. We're gonna wait to God uh, grow that budget out. So yeah, definitely want to shout him out again too as well. You know, one thing I took from his interview, um, Dice, it, it really made me you know feel good. Um, just for a young black man to acknowledge where he was at with his mm-hmm. personal relationship. He talked about um, him being engaged and you know him and you know his. Uh, fiance coming to the conclusion that you know maybe they should call it off mm-hmm. go their separate ways but still be able to be that rock and mm-hmm. say you know what even though you know me and the fiance didn't come and get married mm-hmm. we're going to still co-parent and he made it his business to say mm-hmm. no i will be in my daughter's life i will make sure that mm-hmm. my daughter knows she has a father mm-hmm. and that means a lot to me because i i see a lot of unfortunately um, sometimes you know we get tore down as black men that we don't take care of our responsibilities and I know there's some out there abusing that but I'm just saying this in general it's refreshing to hear somebody else say no no that's my responsibility you know mm-hmm. the child didn't ask to be here that's mm-hmm. a blessing from God I'm gonna make sure I honor that blessing and do what I need to do to make sure I ain't just paying no child support no no I go get my baby <laughs> <laughs> that's good like you know I feel the same way that's why I told him I'm like Shh. Listen, I love my daddy, so mm-mm. it matters a whole lot. And it takes a lot to say, yeah, this is not the one, you know. But believe you me, better to better to know that and recognize that now than to start this life of uh, a chaotic life with somebody who you're like, man, I knew this was not the one, you know. So and yeah, and then to show up and say, no, I'm gonna be here. Like that matters more than anything. Mm-mm. This is our daughter, <laughs> regardless of what's going on. It's our baby. So. Yeah, I'm sure she's going to feel that love. Absolutely. Go run them numbers up. Go follow my brother on all the social media platforms. Nobody G-H-Y. Listen, mm-hmm. uh, we pray that the Real Talk conversation on this Get Real Monday, bless y'all. We just talked about putting in work. That's all. You know, we just want y'all to live y'all best life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and not take them shortcuts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's all. So, you know, we pray that that bless you guys that talk, that conversation today. Yeah. Uh, we really want you, you know, guys to be inspired, you know, by just knowing that God loves you. Mm-hmm. But not only does God love you, you know, there are good people out here that love you. And there's good relationships out there that you need to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times you, you can only make them by putting in the work so you can get noticed. And, and, and believe me, God will open up doors when you put mm-hmm. the work in and you, mm-hmm. and you start to do the mm-hmm. things God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. Believe me. God will open up doors that you and, and believe me because he's opening them up for us right here yeah. uh, on the Fixed Radio Show. Dice, you know, with her, everything she's got going on with CHH University, mm-hmm. you know, her mm-hmm. artistry, me DJing. We're, we're, we're living testaments to tell you when you start moving, yeah. God God always wants something to work with. When you give him something to work with, mm-hmm. it's, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, you believe in me. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's good, it's good. Like the Lord will show up to your, to your point. Just the faithfulness. God is faithful, so... Listen, I'm trying to tell you, man. And here's the thing. Count your wins. I think that's something that we don't do enough of in life. It's like, because life is going so fast. And then, of course, we forget some of the things we've done. So it's like, count your wins. Like, even if it's just a weekly win, like this week, I 
you know, I, something great. I made something great happen or did something great. I got some great feedback. Like, don't don't forget that. Like, you know, shoot, you're out here doing things, but you might uh, look up one day and be like, what have I done? It's like, no, I remember when I did this and that. And I've grown a lot. I've grown a lot. So y'all be encouraged. And if you're at the bottom, trust me, you're going to be at the top in a minute. Just just keep on going. Keep on living. That's what my grandma used to say. Just keep on living. Absolutely. Just <laughs> keep, keep on, on living. living. Keep on living. Listen, we got to get out of here. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Tiptoe Tuesday. Stop playing. You already know we'll be back up. Wake up. Wake up with us. 6 a.m. weekdays uh, with the Fix Squad. We're here. And listen, we got an exclusive interview tomorrow uh, with uh, one of Dice's superstar friends. Mm-hmm. You know. So you want to you want to tap in for that? We ain't gonna tell you what it is, but you know it's gonna be an exclusive interview. You want to <laughs> tap in tomorrow on Tiptoe Tuesday uh, exclusive interview? Of course, we'll have another real talk topic. So right. you definitely want to chime in for that. We try to bless you guys as much as we can with these real conversations. And listen, we appreciate all the feedback you guys have been emailing us. You guys have been DMing us, uh, talking about the real talk topics, talking about the you know the the love for the music that we play here. Listen, all glory to God. It, you know, we're grateful that we get the opportunity to be able to uh, be a blessing, uh, be able to talk about these conversations, be able to play music. Mm-hmm. Listen, keep it locked. We, we about to tune out, but keep it locked all day on channel 154 right here on Holy Culture Radio on Sirius XM. There's tons of content. There's tons of shows. Our sis is coming up later, Rainer Day. Uh, we got our brother, What It Be's Like. We got DJ Wado coming with that mix later on tonight. Yep. Listen, you, you just want to tap in all day. Tell, tell people about the channel. Please share, 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 like, share, comment, and repeat. <laughs> continue to do that for all the shows the fixed radio show every show that's on this platform make sure you go to holyculture.net um you can always get um the rewind of the, the show uh that we played the day before uh that's always replayed on holyculture.net so if you missed today's show uh you're just tuning in right now no worries it'll replay tomorrow on holyculture.net uh, so yeah we just want to continue to get the word out we need your help the listeners we love you guys because you guys support us and listen to us and listen Listen, uh, I can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Tiptoe Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Mm-hmm. Kingdom advancement. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.